show of 2020 yeah we've had and, a couple weeks off yeah uh, and as always i am one of your hosts ian and along with me I, as I'm, always i'm still jay adams yeah still i tried <laughs> changing my name um which apparently you can change to literally anything and that's where the holdup was mm. there was no limits oh yeah so you couldn't think of anything nope yeah, no, I get you. It, it was it, it, yeah, it, too many yeah. too many choices means you can't make it. It a choice. started off as a one one name one word <laughs> name, you know, like, kind of like Prince or share or share. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and then it grew to basically be like a twelve you know word name, and it's just like, well, that's a sentence at yeah, that point. Then, and, yeah, too yeah. much work because yeah. I'm not gonna call you that. Yeah. I'm gonna call you Ian. Yeah, I'm gonna call me Ian. Too. Sometimes <laughs> I call myself Jeff. Anyway. Um, but that's a whole different story. Anyway, welcome, welcome. back. To, yeah, welcome yeah, back. Welcome to back. Happy 2020. Or <laughs> 2020. 2020. We're in the 20s, I know. Man. It's so weird sounding. Oh, no, so we were talking about bringing back 20 slang. So I'm like, we're like oh, 1920 <laughs> slang. No, fuck that. 1820 slang. Oh, that, yeah. It's way cooler. Partner? Like Hornswoggle. Yeah. yeah. I like Appar- apparently stuck up. 1820 slang. Huh. I know, right? It's weird when you start looking up the uh, origins of certain... Certain things. It so, usually has a racist background. So, so we're like so we're sitting and doing Geektainment Weekly last week, and we're talking about slang. And Corey's like, "Oh, give me a second. So he's silent for like thirty seconds. All of a sudden, he goes, "Applesauce." <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, that's slang. That's slang from the nineteen twenties. Oh, all right. Um, so we're gonna start off how we always start off with our cast and crew member of the week. This week we got someone special. I had to oh, yeah. dig for this. Yeah, yeah. I could not just go. Who did this? Because when you search. Who, who created Baby Yoda, you get John Favreau. Right, right. Exactly. And that's not what I was looking for. I'm no. looking for the guy who designed Baby Yoda, the person who is responsible for literally designing the cutest thing possibly ever in history, let alone pop culture. It really is amazing how much, how, how quickly Baby Yoda has just completely taken over pop culture. Oh, my. Yeah, no, and it's, it's funny, ridiculous. too. I showed my buddy The Mandalorian for the first time last weekend. And it was the episode where they're in the small town and Baby Yoda eats the frog. Oh, yeah. So er- <laughs> earlier in the episode, the frog hopped. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the episode where Baby Yoda eats the frog. And he's like, does that have anything to do with the plot? I'm like, no, but it's no, so but adorable. It's <laughs> like, legitimately, I don't think there's ever been anything I've ever watched in my entire life where the second it pops on screen, nothing else matters. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. legitimately, the next scene starts. And you're like, no, no, go back to Baby Yoda. Yeah, I know. Your, your attention like, is immediately drawn directly yeah, and that's to saying it. Something <laughs> no matter because, what's going on. Yeah. And that's saying something because Mandalorian's a fantastic show. Yeah. And actually, we haven't had a show since it's ended. Yeah, oh boy. So we're going to touch on that today for sure. Well, but we have never even mentioned the, the yes, crew, his crew name. name crew is Christian Osmond. <laughs> um, he he's a senior art director at ILM. Um, he drew some stuff for the cover of Star Wars Insider. He was a concept artist on Rogue One. And the Mandalorian, he is responsible for designing the child. Yes. Because I, I think they're starting to, because I don't know if you've seen all this stuff, like Taika Waititi's confirmed he knows the name now. And, oh, really? And the head of, you know, Bob Iger knows the name. And so, like, they're, all of these interviews now um, are very much, no, no, he has a name and we know it. Okay. But we're not going to tell you what it is. Right, right. I just, at this point, what do you, like, what name 
well, would be satisfying to fans. Right, and I'm 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 really shocked that they didn't even do it this season. Right? I, I figured at, the very, at least at the, the last he would name him when he yeah. like got so like. So that's actually before we delve in. Anyway, so this guy designed Baby Yoda. Yeah, I did you see really those, co- those covers that he did for Star Wars Insider? The, yeah, oh, those are cool. Yeah, he did a those he did a really Palpatine cool. and a Maul, a Darth Maul, basically variant covers of uh, issue eighty eight. Well, if, were, if you go over to his sweet. his website, uh, which is christianalsman.com, some really cool art. Yeah, like some really cool art. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of light. Um, you, you know, he uses shadows and stuff really, really well. I yes. Like oh, yeah. No, I, he's very good at the the depth using the shadows of these Im- of the imageries, the imagery of things that aren't necessarily normal. Yeah. I mean, he, he basically that Palpatine uh, cover is the only light is coming from his lightning. Yeah. So that's what all the you know everything's reflecting from, and it just looks it so looks sweet. cool. <laughs> yeah. It's the reverse of the lens flare. Yeah. Um, but um, so, yeah, no, and I just want to give this guy a thank you because, yeah, I mean, Baby Yoda. I you mean, did it's not, good, It's not Christian. Baby Yoda. It's the child or whatever. They're going to name him. And and we were talking, Corey and I were talking about that. Like, what, what like, is it going to be like, it should just be like Boda. Yeah. You or, know what I mean? Like, yeah, because what's it going to be like, Steve? Right? Or, yeah. right? <laughs> like, like, chuck, chuck, ding, dong. Yeah. Like, it's, it's something in like, uh, in like, um, freaking, um, Jawoff talk oh, yeah. or something or Wookiee. Well, I mean, they might as well embrace because no matter what they name it at this point, it, no one's nobody's going to yeah. name it. That, nobody's going to call it that. They're going to call it Baby Instantly Yoda. by giving him a name, they are dividing the fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the name is yet, but I can tell you, I know for a fact a handful of my friends are going to love it oh, and yeah. a hand, handful of friends are going to hate it. Yep. So I think you just call him Boda. Because it's Baby Yoda, yeah, but it's a name. I kind of like that. And, and it, it ties into the Yoda and the Yaddle. Right. Like, I feel like it has to... I know they don't know who the hell Yoda is, right, which right, kind right. of boggles my mind, at least by mention. <laughs> the guy was the head of, like, an army slash church of, like... Yeah, but then again, I mean, you got to think of it, too. It is a giant galaxy. And, like, we saw, we saw in, in that last episode uh, of Mandalorian where she's explaining who the Jedi are. Right. Well, and know? then also, too, in the main trilogy, you have, you know, at The Force Awakens... It hasn't been that long. It's been 20-something mm-hmm. years since everything went down. 30 years, yeah. Yeah, 30 years. And even even then, between when that happened and when The Force Awakens happened, there's still a handful of years where the New Republic... You know, the New Republic well, start, exists at the start right, of the trilogy. But instead of, and then instead of you know, all the stories of what happened, instead of being fact, they were myths. Myth. They were, you know, nobody knew whether right, it actually... Which, they were stories that I they heard. Which I find interesting that the good guys were in charge. Hmm. And they still forgot it. Right. <laughs> like, it makes sense. You know, Order 66, you wipe everyone out, you control the news. It yeah. makes sense that within 20 years, you could totally get rid of the Jedi. Right, right. But, like, some of the people, like, in, in A New Hope, when they're sitting around the conference room, those guys, they would be old enough to remember people having the Force. Well, then, uh, but you got to remember, too, in A New Hope, uh, one of the first things, you know, when Vader talks about the Force and then, you know, uh, or... Uh, the power to destroy a star. Yeah, but, like, the, to the, but the one guy is like, oh, your ancient religion, you know, yeah. quit, quit bringing it's that not up. Ancient. You know? Ancient's like, <laughs> you know, Judaism. Right. Judaism's ancient. It's like so, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years old. But That's even ancient. at that point, it kind of represents that not everybody in the universe knows yeah, absolutely. about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and they could know who Yoda is, but have no idea what he looks like. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, could, yeah, exactly. Because, like, even, um, what's his name? Keef or Quill? Quill. Yeah. Quill. 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 Nick Nolte, who did it. Amazing. Job. Yeah, I loved him. Um, so sad. Yeah. So bummed that uh-huh. they killed him off. Um, but um, yeah, I. So let's before we jump in. So normally we start with the news hope, and then we go to that's no boom, that's a rumor. But there's so many like 
rumors to talk about oh, yeah, that we're we going to start with that. But before we do, let's chat The Mandalorian. And those last two episodes, because we we really tried to avoid talking about that one before Rise of Skywalker, because yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. But we've got that episode, which was an awesome episode, mm-hmm. and then they followed it up with an even better oh, episode. Man. This, like that, that, the finale, it couldn't have got much. Better. Could not have been better. It showed a new side of Star Wars mm-hmm. that they haven't really been able to show before. And if those two stormtroopers don't get a spinoff, uh, well, that's you know we will talk about that I'm a little bit later. Be yeah, so bombed. Jason Sudeikis and uh, what was the other guy's name? I don't remember the other guy. Yeah, nobody does. But. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> but, I they just, were, but they were absolutely fantastic. And it's hilarious. An, an entirely different point. I mean, it almost it was almost like an homage to um, to the robot chicken because yeah. the, that showed the the stormtroopers talking so you know, in the background. You know it what I mean? So, yeah. well, we've always said there's so much humor to play with mm-hmm. in that universe. Yep. At any movie, like think about having a sketch where it's okay. You're, we're seeing what happened before you see the scene in the movie. So, like, right. it's like a horror Japanese movie, and there's like a crazy chick in the corner. <laughs> you see the guys helping her, or like her standing in the room. Where should I stand to freak <laughs> her out the most? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. do that in Star Wars all the time. Yeah. Like, like literally just keeping Palpatine informed on the design change of these Stormtrooper <laughs> right, outfits right. could be hilarious in and of itself. Yeah. There's, there's just so much um, stuff. But you may, yeah, they did the that Mando. scene. That scene with, with the. And, and, and it, it, it's funny because. You don't think about the stormtroopers talking, you no. know, and, and talking, but they, they don't know what's going on. No, they're just I following. Love that they're too. just he following. He pulls out his blaster and he starts shooting, and he misses. <laughs> yeah. and the other one pulls it out to like show him up, and he misses too, to the point where he just goes, he shakes the gun. Yeah. Like, what's that gonna do? <laughs> it was amazing. And then he, I, he just whomped on. Ba- the second he whomped on Baby Yoda, I was like. He's getting killed. Badly. Oh, and then when it when it finally when it came out on the internet that that was Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it, was, it that became a phenomenon. Even oh to, yeah, to it's the point on, where it's on his Wikipedia page. I think I think uh, on you know UCB like put out a uh, or no a Second City put out a, a, a tweet saying you know um, you know our veteran Jason Sudeikis we don't approve of his um, <laughs> you know I mean that's how big that that oh, be, that became God. it was you, you punch baby Yoda <laughs> well think about when Bill Burr dropped him oh yeah, yeah. everyone the internet was like oh my. <laughs> God, Bill Burr dropped Baby Yoda, and it's like, oh, he just punched him. Oh, the yeah. internet's gonna go insane. It's like great. so many memes have come from that, and uh, it's. I it think people were as angry about Baby Yoda, you know, Baby Yoda getting punched as Spider-Man leaving the Marvel Universe yeah, for like yeah, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, um, it basically broke the internet for a couple it did. days. <laughs> but it's so cool though, because as someone who has watched all of the new content, the Clone Wars, Rebels, and I'm so excited. We're going to talk about it later. We have a date for the new Clone Wars episodes. Um, And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, like, the stuff, like, so I have to wonder, like, at the end, when when they reveal the Black Saber. Or the Dark Saber. Dude, that was. Holy, I stood up. I was was watching it with my wife. And I just started going, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. Uh She's like, what? I'm like, just just listen. Just I'll I'll tell you in a minute when it's over. Uh And and the cool thing is it's not even – the coolest part's not even the fact that it's in there and that it's a nod to that stuff. It's what could come because that's there. Because in the last two episodes, we get to see Death Watch. Mm -hmm. We see the Darksaber. Like, all of this stuff. Just opening up all this stuff. Like, are we going to see – heck, is the armorer – could that be Sabine? Hmm. Could we see Sabine next season? Was Moff Gideon that character in the after the credit scene? I don't think he was. Oh yeah, because they, they did not make a very clear like. Right, yes, right, he right. appeared later, but, but I, they didn't they, put they it didn't together. Make any connection? I right. think if anything, that will be Boba Fett. 
Hmm. Especially, especially now that they left it hanging. Right. It has to be someone who, when we see who it is, is going to be like. Well, and that's one of the things that they're talking about, Mandel, uh, season two, is that they're going to have actual established characters yes. from the universe. Which I think would be awesome yeah. because I think that's one of the things I love most about the Mandalorian in the first season was that first step of that, which right. is the, okay, we're not going to necessarily have characters that you know specifically, but we're going to have species that you've seen mm-hmm. before in locations that you love. Droids that you've seen before, like IG. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and I... Baby Yoda on the speeder bike. <laughs> Not only was that, they coupled the most adorable moment in pop culture history <laughs> with one of the most badass scenes ever. Because yeah. he just rides in there and just fucks shit Ugh, up. So cool. So awesome. But so speaking of next season of Mandalorian, um, there's a rumor that because apparently, which we will talk about in a little bit, uh, they cut all of the stuff basically explaining why Palpatine's there all of a right. sudden. And and my answer to that is because, you know, there was no episode 8.5. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, supposedly we might get some info, which I find interesting because this is way before he comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not way before, but enough before where unless right. they do, I do have to imagine we're going to get a time jump. Yeah, because a little if, bit if of you, a time jump. If you jump. notice... There is a giant chunk of time in between the beginning of The Mandalorian right. and the end because when they pick Quill back up, he goes, oh, he's barely grown. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. in to apl- imply that it's, it's been, been a chunk a of time. Right. Um, so that's an interesting thing to me. But I, I'm curious how they would do that. Well, they they do have they have. I mean, of course, these are all rumors. But that there's rumors that but, Moff Gideon will be. But these rumors are from a source who was the person who broke the Obi-Wan show back in May. True. And that a young Luke would appear on the Kenobi show, which has since been confirmed. Right. That's true. But uh, what they're saying is that uh, the storyline will be Moff Gideon will, will actually be the one that discovered the body of of Palpatine and then brought him back by using experiments, using yeah. both the Force and cloning. And then in turn turned him into Snoke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Because, and then, you know, the cloning aspect, when we saw in, in Rise of Skywalker, all those yeah, uh-huh. basically pods filled with different different Snokes. Yeah. You know, that... Well, so at the end of this article, it makes sense. It's five years after the end, it would tie in. I guess that would make sense. He's been a... He didn't obviously just come back to life right before the Rise of Skywalker. Right, exactly. So I guess they could explain it. I would kind of be bummed if they, if they took... Like, if it didn't fit in... To the story they were telling. Yeah, yeah. If they if they go too far to try to right. to try to do that, that's yeah, that's one thing. But and if that's they can one thing fit I, it in, I think it'll be absolutely perfect. because one of the things I love the most about this first season, nothing felt shoehorned. Mm-hmm. Everything felt natural and if in service of the characters, and if not necessarily the story they were telling, the development of the characters. Right. Um, I mean, it could fit in perfect though, because that's why Moff Gideon is trying to revive yeah. Palpatine, yeah. and that's why he needs this creature because yeah. it's force sensitive, so he needs that force part. That would make a lot of so sense. It would, well, yeah, I mean, they could tie it I in. I remember perfectly. when when he first appeared, and, and we were talking about why they played that episode early. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. it's there's two reasons. It's either because someone's healing someone like Baby Yoda did, mm-hmm. which they did, mm-hmm. or Moff Gideon is somehow Snoke. Right. Which right. would be kind of funny if that ends up happening anyway. Like I was that was totally like a out of left field. Like I don't actually think that's what's right. up. That was just logically speaking, why would the episode come out then? Right. And I yeah, and I I, I attribute it to the <coughs> the healing that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Which I find really funny because it's always been a Jedi power. Why did no one like? 
I guess it's because Anakin didn't really tell anyone, mm-hmm. oh, my wife's going to die. Oh, you know, we could heal her. Right, but at right, the same right. time, I feel like the hubris of the Jedi wouldn't allow them to... Um, but I digress. <laughs> um, so um, this is interesting. <clears throat> this is very interesting to me. I don't know if anyone who's watching has been paying attention to this unfold the last couple weeks since Rise <laughs> Skywalker came out. Um, you know, Jay and I chatted about this a little bit before the show started. But, you know, for about two years now, literally, yeah, two years, Justice League came out two years ago, we've been hearing about this Snyder cut. Mm. Well, guess what we're hearing yeah, about exactly. now? The J.J. cut mm-hmm. of The Rise of Skywalker. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anytime something comes out and the fandom, fandom doesn't 100% love it, there's always the hope. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, we had talked in the past. In fact, we literally talked about these rumors specifically right. weeks, about three weeks before the movie came out, mm-hmm. about how there was three cuts. There was the Disney cut. Right. There was the apparently George Lucas cut, which I, <laughs> I still don't buy. I that don't buy one. that either. Um, because he was really pissed about Palpatine right. being in the movie. So why would he? You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Um, There's no then, way for so, him to edit it. Edit it right. Out of it. <laughs> and then there was actually it's really interesting. There was the whole, there's the JJ cut, which is 192 minutes. And that's what everyone is saying that it is now. I have to imagine there's some truth to this rumor. Well, there's always going to be different different versions. Yeah, because the director's going to give him, you know, he's going to do his initial cut. Yeah. And then he's going to go to his bosses and they're going to tell him what to take in and what, you know, what to put in and what to take out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it has validity. It is very possible. Yeah. And I hope so, because some of the things that they're talking about, would be amazing to see. Oh, I agree. Well, Scoop, we already know, and it's been confirmed by the editor and a handful of other people, that there was stuff cut, which happens with yeah, everything, absolutely. and that ties back into what we heard, that they were editing it like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where it gets interesting, is that apparently, and I, and I was a little, int- I was very intrigued to hear this, mm-hmm. is that apparently J.J. was kind of in Ryan Johnson's corner and wanted to continue some of the aspects and basically, Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm were like, no, no, no. Yeah. And so, essentially, um, like, they didn't play along, and that led to the messy final product, and that basically, Disney, at least internally and kind of leaking things out now, is that they're kind of painting it on JJ, mm-hmm. which, which someone asked me why they would do that, and I'll tell you why. If this is a thing, the reason is this is because about two-thirds of the way through Rise of Skywalker production, post-production, whatever, J.J. signed that deal with Warner's Media, which is a huge, huge thing. Which is tied into, of course, DC. Because you know who he turned down to take that deal, and that would be Disney. Right. So, basically, once the writing was on the wall, that it was a split decision, you know, basically, you know, if that movie came out and ended up beating Avengers... JJ, oh, we love JJ. Yeah, yeah. But if you've noticed, there hasn't really been a lot of Disney with JJ recently. Yeah, I haven't seen much no. of anything. <laughs> and that's because apparently Disney's throwing him under the bus. Yeah. Um, obviously, none of this is confirmed. Um, but if you look at the narrative of the rumors we've talked about since this show started, mm. a lot of those pieces line up. Well, it's interesting, too. Even uh, one of the, uh, the editors, Marianne Brandon, she, she said that. Disney was com- basically coming in behind JJ's back and saying, "Okay, this has to be changed. You have to reshoot this, whatever." Like literally going behind his back to to do this. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's interesting, you know, to see if you know. Obviously, JJ had his own vision of what it wanted to be, yeah. and it might not have matched up with how Disney wanted it to be. And they're gonna make it make make it line up to their uh-huh. aspects, no matter what. Well, at the same time, to your to piggyback on your point, um, apparently JJ saw the cut 
that was released the day of the premiere. Oh, right. And had no idea that it had been changed. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's interesting. <laughs> um, so at, apparently at the um, at a panel at a, 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 after a December 20th screening, when asked how he'd respond to Star Wars fans who were disappointed about any elements of the larger franchise story that had been left out of the current film, he responded, they're right. Right. Granted, that's out of context. But he also said the people, so. well, he also said, he said the people who love it more than anything are also right. Yeah. No, he, so, I think it's speaking to like the context. Exactly. Um, I, to me, that's clickbaity. That was very clickbaity because uh, to me that more that was more like everybody's got their own opinion and nobody is wrong because it's their opinion, you know what I mean? So that that was that you know those people that hated it they're right because yeah. that they hated it and those people that are right that loved it they're right too because you can't you know you yeah. it's opinion you can't judge that you know you can't yeah. say what what is wrong no. because it's just opinion. And heck, I've even said that before. I have said it on the show. I might not love the Last Jedi. But it's specifically because what I wanted to right. see with these characters that are very near and dear to me didn't play out how I thought it. Right, exactly. And that's not fair to the filmmaker at all, but that's what it is. Right, exactly. Um, because originally, you know, we talked about that scene where all of those force ghosts were there and they weren't just voices. Apparently they shot that. Yeah, that's and that's what I was really surprised. If they did shoot that and That's not a lot of money it. to not yeah, shoot that scene. Because they brought in all those guys to to, to do that and I think mm-hmm. that would have been more powerful having them yeah, because uh-huh. like uh, there's another we'll be, be talking about it a bit where they were supposed to be just surrounding her as like a protective shield because uh-huh. because she was all all by herself there. Yep. You know, you had all those Sith Eternals that were were in the stands, you know, I'm yelling so and screaming. I'm so happy they've explained that yeah. since then. I wish they did it in the movie. But- yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So you had all those, and she was there by herself. So that would have been, a, to me, it would have been a very poignant moment to see that she, they're not only circling her but shielding her. Yeah, you know, showing her that I think she's that protected. Been so cool. Yeah. All I want in life is freaking. I want to say I want an old man Mace Windu. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so. Well, he badass. wouldn't be old man though because you. Uh... He might have lived. You don't know oh, that he died. True, they never true. show him. Yeah, if that's, that's if, true, if true, you don't true. die on screen, yeah, yeah that's true. I and you. think about how many people have had their hands cut off in Star Wars and are alive still. <laughs> that's true. You know, it's like the whole falling oh, hand down replacement the Empire is, pits. Hand replacement is really, you know, gone leaps and bounds over it. What it is now. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so so it's <laughs> actually to bring up that point we talked about before. I was talking to my buddy, and and he goes, you know. They don't really need railing. Their pits just suck. I'm like, that's what we said. <laughs> yeah. That's what we said. Exactly. Um, but uh, so yeah, this I don't know. It, it I don't think we'll ever see a different cut. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, we'll get special releases of the films right. with more and more footage because that's what they do. They hold, you know. Think about it. They uh, Marvel just put out that huge phase everything right. box set and they still had stuff they hadn't revealed yet. right exactly but i mean there is i mean do you want to go to that article now we can, because there is uh rumors of that cut coming out of jj's cut coming out i was trying to do a discreet segue <laughs> well that's what i was just segueing. i didn't know well we were there skip you around. go so there we go we'll get a segue bell okay i like that actually Oh, we have a Segway there bell. We go. Perfect. We have, for some reason, a cowbell in here. I'll tell you about that later. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, there is uh, rumors that they actually have a structure of how they'll release the JJ yes. cut, which would be amazing in my eyes. I agree. They said that uh, they're supposedly going to bring out a new cut with a few more minutes in it, a couple scenes in it, 
in the end of January. Mm-hmm. And so that could be what, you know, we've been talking about how they're supposed to be making an announcement towards the end of January. Yes, absolutely. That could be. It could have where, been pre-planned. Yeah, like where they release saying. a few Absol- minutes. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, where they release in a, few, uh, uh, a, a new cut with a few more minutes. And then the Blu-ray will have even more. And then... Finally, the full 192 minutes will then be on Disney Plus once it reaches Disney, Disney Plus. That wouldn't shock so me. So getting a little bit at a time. But, yeah, that would be, you know. I didn't even think of that. That's a really, that's, That yeah. could be that big announcement. That would make that a lot way. of sense. Yeah, exactly. Because the only other thing I've heard right now is that they're planning it in the high Republic era, which is the old Republic. Right. And also that there might be a Ray standalone film. Right. But how is it a standalone film if it's she's the main character yeah, of the new exactly. trilogy? It would basically just be episode ten. Doesn't matter what she does. And plus two, she took the Skywalker name at the end. Right. <laughs> so right? it would still be Skywalker trilogy. Right. So it's funny when that happened, I liked it in the movie, but I said beforehand if that's what happened, I thought it would be really stupid. Mm. But the way they handled it, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a lot better than yeah. she wasn't actually a Skywalker. Right. But she just adopted that name more out of respect. I liked that. Yeah, I think I think cool. that the brightest light in the galaxy to come from the darkest of dark places mm. is such a cool, yeah. not twist because I mean, people saw it coming, right, right, but, right, but such a cool way to end her story. Yeah, exactly, like a respect of the story, you right? Know, like because if she was all. just nobody, like, eh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but so these extra minutes, I'm. If the oh, rumors yeah. well, like... apparently uh, we already know they shot this was explaining how Palpatine survived. Mm, yep. Um, basically giving us a bit of a lead in to the beginning of the movie, as mm. opposed to hey, yeah, Palpatine's yeah. back, bitches. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. That's instead li- of that instead of explaining it in the crawl, the, the crawl beginning. literally could have just said Palpatine's back, bitches. Yeah, they almost pretty much did. Yeah. <laughs> and then they released the message that he like p- like put out on yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, well but, yeah, if there's some other things in here that apparently they had a bunch of stuff with Lobot yes. with, with Lando, which would be sweet to see. If it's not him disco dancing, I don't want to see <laughs> And then uh, Wampa. They, they had a, some kind of scene with a Wampa. Yeah. But then this biggest thing is there's a possible Boba Fett. There's yeah. a possible Boba Fett scene. Yeah. So that that would be very interesting to see. I mean, which, that would which be the only thing. almost makes me wonder if they cut it. And we were going to see more of Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, but they cut it from the movie, and that's why they never picked it up again. Or or that's why The Mandalorian had that scene. Yeah. Just to tease that's it. That's true. Just to tease that fact. Yeah. Because that's very you, you true. got that, you know, when he walked up, you hear those those spurs. Yep. So that's what everybody keeps going to. So that could have been, they could have cut it from the movie, but, you know, it was too, too late to cut it out of The Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Right. But. It, it would have kind of laid the groundwork for Boba Fett to be in there, but yeah. if he, if they do show that scene, people will go absolutely insane. Oh, insane! Absolutely so, insane. So more detail on what we were just talking about—the whole throwing JJ under the bus. Here are, like I said, take these with a giant <laughs> grain of salt. That being said, in Hollywood, it's not that far fetched to think this could happen. We've had situations like this in the past that have played out in very similar ways. Until the end, when the director finally said something against the suits, and now he has no career, right. and that would be Josh Trank. Um, but um, so yeah, nobody does that anymore. No, that's why. Like I was talking to my buddy the other day, he's like, "Really? If Marvel came to you and said you just have to stand on set and kind of talk to some people, we have everything else handled, you really would take 
hell yeah. yeah. Well, that's and that's the reason why, like you said, we'll never know yeah. the real thing. I whether will it was play JJ, that whether it was game Disney. all day. I will yeah. become a master of the yeah, game. Yeah, because there's no way that JJ will ever come out against Disney and mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, they were pieces of shit. Oh, no. you made me do a Star Wars movie? Oh, the fans hate it. You want me to say it's my fault? Okay, yeah. fear. Give me Absolutely. another movie. Yeah. Um, but so it's claimed that Disney screwed over JJ. That Disney sees Warner Brothers as a major threat, and since they were involved in the bidding war for Bad Robot, they're very sour that he went with Warner's. Um, Disney sees Marvel as a new Star Wars, and that DC is a threat, ergo, Abrams going there to reinvent all of their big franchises is uh, not good. So Disney's goal is to make J.J. look bad to potential investors and shareholders, which I don't think you can do. No. Not with J.J. Abrams. No, no, he's got too good of a track record. He'd be trying to do that with Spielberg. Not that I'm saying J.J. Abrams is Spielberg. I mean, he, he's almost he's this, the this generation. Spiel- he is the proto Spielberg. I mean, he's I was literally. Gonna, I was going to say, he's this generation Spielberg. Yeah, uh, Super 8's literally his yeah. go at a Spielberg movie. And yeah. I, I think it's more Spielberg than most of the Spielberg movies <laughs> yeah. recently, but I digress. Um, but yeah, so apparently Abrams has been feeling down over the last six months because of some of the ridiculous demands that Disney had that changed his movie story. While the scenes were shot, a lot of the changes were made in post production and the audio was re recorded and altered. Um, my sources, this is the person leaking this right. um, say that nothing they've never seen any like anything like this happen before ever he's the director and he wasn't in the know about what they were doing behind his back apparently JJ felt threatened over the month leading up to the premiere um, so to that point that is very true they never just go behind their back they just get ready mm-hmm. um, but I, they can't do that with JJ no I don't um, think they can but um, let's see he also offers some cool ideas by Abrams that Disney decided against um, which Oh, apparently China's policy against using ghosts in films. Yeah, I don't understand. I never, I've never known that they have some kind of policy where you can't yeah. show. I didn't know that either. Show, which doesn't make it so they must not have many horror movies in China. Yeah, but no, they have I some kind of some kind of. Well, Garfield: The Tale of Two Kitties was the highest-grossing film in China for a long time. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it uh, was splendid. I mean, uh, yeah, you sense. know, <laughs> the Coens. One of the Coens wrote it. Um, oh, that for anyone trying to fact check me, I know that's not true. <laughs> um, but um, so, but yeah, no. Apparently, that ending that will blow our mind was mm. all of the Force Ghosts. Yeah. Which, yeah, and that should have been, man. It, because, it should have been. And that would tie into what, what Kevin Smith was saying. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, if he was on a closed set, it wasn't outside in right. fucking Tunisia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, granted, they could have shot that on a soundstage, but why, you know? Yeah. Like, literally having, like, since Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were added in digitally, having Ray just walk around Luke's old house wouldn't have really... Right. Sh- blown any you know wouldn't uh, she's looking for something right maybe right. she wants his old blue milk and we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about it next week but uh it came out today that uh those flashback scenes was billy lord were, yeah were Carrie daughter, Fisher. i didn't put, get to put, put that on the rundown but yeah, I did, playing, thank you for mentioning her, that yeah which was really cool a nice little thing that she got to play her mom a yeah. younger version of her mom and then just digitally altered her face so that, yeah. that's really cool and then here are some things that were so apparently that opening shot where he's with the lightsaber and like Kylo Ren's run, that's not Mustafar. Right. Because apparently they have a forest somewhere. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Apparently it was two minutes longer and it would have given more of a look at. Mm. But um so this is interesting because this still got confirmed in the um the novelization that Jaina, or Jana, or mm. however you pronounce it, was Lando's daughter. It did get confirmed in the novel? Yes. Oh wow. Um okay. why? That is so if you're going to go with that on the head with something, yeah. 
just make Finn his son. Yeah, because that, that's unnecessary for that. So unnecessary. What they're doing, obviously, is especially with his, you know, the way that it ended in the movie, where he's like, well, let's go find out. Obviously, they're setting up a duo, yeah. some kind of show, movie, whatever it is with those two. Uh-huh. But that's, you can do that without making her his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't need absolutely. That. And then there's this, which I think, I'm happy this got cut, because if he... I sensed it. No, you, know, you you called it. Yeah. No, you totally called it because when at the, when we talked about it afterwards, I was like, "What is he gonna? He's gonna tell her he loves her." And you were like, "No, I think he's gonna tell her he's force sensitive." You're right. Yeah. That's what it was. That being said, if that's what it was, I would have been like, "That's stupid." That's uh, because they they already had a hint of it in the movie where you could where, well, in when back he stopped. Force he, Awakens. Well, yeah, that too. But when the he fact felt that he didn't cut off every limb on his body <laughs> when he had a lightsaber. When uh, in the in. Rise of Skywalker, where he stopped when he felt that Ray was in trouble. You know that he, he could feel that. Yeah. They didn't explain it because she was like, "What? You know, what's wrong?" He's like, "Oh, nothing." And they just kind of went on. But apparently, there was a whole other scene too when they were on the ship that he was he would uh, they were trying to get into some place that was locked, one of the doors or whatever, and he, he somehow force moved it and and turned it on. And they they just show that and they don't explain it. But luckily, they cut that out. Yeah, I'm glad they did. <laughs> There's some stuff they cut out that I'm very yeah. happy they cut out. Um, but yeah, apparently JJ is like he wasn't happy with the Raylo kiss, mm. which yeah. I, I wasn't really either. I didn't. Uh, yeah, it I wasn't... didn't hate it. I thought it was totally unnecessary and complete. Like, okay, just shut up the people who want them to kiss. Yeah, it didn't. But really then you should have turned around and had Poe and Finn kiss. Yeah, exactly. Because the internet <laughs> wants that more. Well, actually, um, yeah, there was a pretty pretty good meme where uh, it shows. Uh, Kylo and Ray kissing, and then it shows Finn. You know, and the the other picture is Finn off the side. It's it's like uh, the guy who's never. Oh yeah, the walking <laughs> like, meme with the. Yeah, he's like the the guy who's never killed, been a mass murderer for the past two movies. No, nope, yeah. I don't get any well, love. Well, apparently you know? <laughs> JJ fought to make that happen, mm. and Disney was like, mm, can't do it. Right. So well, that's... yeah, they yeah, because in the first movie, obviously it was it was uh, it was hinted that. And it was shown. And I thought for sure that Finn and Ray were going to get together. Oh yeah, they were leading that way completely. But, but now it, uh, JJ, you know, not only Oscar Isaac was calling for it for, and I believe uh, John Boyega had said something about it too. But yeah, JJ he was, was for w- wanting them to, to for them two to be in a, in a homosexual relationship. Yeah. And Disney was like, nope, not no. going to do so that. So instead, they had someone kiss in the background. Yeah, yeah, something exactly. they could easily remove. And, for and you know what? And that's almost like a you know, well, we can't give you this, but we'll, we'll give you that there. You happy? Right. <laughs> right. Because like, it was an unnecessary kind of thing. It was. It, it almost. It, you know, everybody kind of saw that it looked forced. Oh yeah. So that's my issue. Is I am all for the right actor or actress getting the right role. Mm. Don't care what their gender. It, hell, when I write a script, unless I'm specifically writing it for a specific actor, I usually don't even pick genders. Mm. My first draft, my outline is main character. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Because I don't want to, unless it's something I specifically see in my head, I don't want to write off anything. Right, exactly. But when you're purposely and forcefully doing something that's PC to cater to the PC audience, mm. that's where I have the problem. Yeah. If you want to tell a good story and what you're doing changes what you're doing to fit the story, by all means. Right. But don't just go... Like, like I, I love Marvel. Kevin Feige can do no wrong to me. <laughs> but this whole insistent, like, there is a trans character. And, and I have no problem with any of that at all. It's the forcing it into the narrative where it doesn't need 
to be there. Right, and let, and let it, instead of letting it happen naturally. Exactly, like, like it. but it, but this particular like, case, I, I think, think it, it was... would be cooler if they just didn't say anything and they were just there. Right, you know what I mean? Like, don't make a big deal out of right, it. Right, right. Well, I think this particular case though was them knowing because it, I mean it's been on the internet for a long time. People wanting a Poe and uh, oh yeah, so they weren't gonna do that. They nope. wouldn't go that far. But nope. I think this was. This was literally them like, well, we'll throw them a bone, we'll do this, you yeah. know, we'll show. Oh, I, I totally I, agree. So it doesn't seem like natural. It seems like they were just doing it just to try to, you know, appease people, and that's yeah. not that's not how to do it. No, although we did get awesome, we did get that just general, 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 general. Yeah. general. I love that so much. Like I just like bro generals. Yeah. Like I love it, <laughs> love it. Um, so more more supposed leaks. Um, you know, it's funny depending on where these leaks come from. A lot of the times they end up being credible. Um, it's really who your sources are and, yeah, and where exactly. they're coming from. It's like, okay, some random YouTuber XYZ2293XX <laughs> says this is happening. Which okay. we're not above talking about. Oh, we still will. Hell no. <laughs> we'll talk about, I guarantee you 75% of what we just talked about for the first 36 minutes of this show, not happening. Yeah, exactly. But it's fun to talk yeah, about. Exactly. Um, so um, this is really cool, and I hope this is true. Um, apparently, one of the projects that is supposedly in development for... Um, um, basically, uh, yeah, sorry, I had a thought, it stopped. Um, being developed for Disney Plus are ha- these things. That Star Wars detour show where I was like, where the hell did that go? Right, right. Apparently they're going to use that. Maybe. Um, the rumor is that we might get the archival editions hmm. after this big set that comes out and they take all of our money for the 4K release, <laughs> which I've already pre-ordered. Because um, oh, I'm that sucker. Um, and then... So apparently, Rogue One, the prequel, is a little bit on hiatus until they finish the Ben show. Yeah, they put the Kenobi, the Kenobi show, show, given that priority over everything because they, yeah. they, I guess, they already have a script ready for the Cash and Andor t- series. But yeah, no, that was written before they even. Yeah. Yeah, so they have it all ready to go, but they're uh-huh. but they're waiting. They want to get this Ben Kenobi show out, which is smart. Yeah. I, I think right now, especially right after the movie, I think it's uh, important to get a savage character out there. For uh, a show to just keep everybody on the you know on the on the ball. Did you read this whole article? I read yeah. A Broadway musical. Yeah, I don't get following that. Ray, <laughs> called Echoes of the Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one thing um, when you get the Japanese Kabuki right. version, which did you watch? That, that was cool. That was really yeah, that cool. Was cool. Um, but um, okay. No, th- I mean this was I mean, this was leaked by a disgruntled former employee. Yeah. So I mean, and but. This could do be too, you know. They've always got ideas out there that oh, are thrown yeah. out there. There's oh, always yeah. pitch ideas out there, but and I'm sure some of these are that. Yeah, exactly. Some of these some probably of have happen. a lot of validity. Um, like well, for surpri- example, this one we've been hearing forever. Apparently, that the Game of Thrones guys were making a Old Republic movie. Mm. Well, apparently that's true. Yeah. Well, what really surprised me by reading this article though is that the, Ryan Johnson is still in the mix. Yeah. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently. They weren't going to make an official decision until they saw how people reacted to Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And basically, if everyone was like, oh, we love Rise of Skywalker, bye, Ryan Johnson. But since there was a very div- – because I – like I said, you know me. I will compl- – I, I, while I have taken a step back and said I don't hate as much as I did, I still have huge glaring issues <laughs> with that. But I love Ryan Johnson as a director right. outside of The Last Jedi. Yeah. I love Brothers Bloom. I love – like um, – Wow, the woman Bruce Willis. I can't think of the woman Bruce Looper. Willis. Looper. Yeah. And I, I just saw Knives Out. Oh, did you? I want to see that. It's really Looks good. Great. I think the fact that I went and saw a Ryan Johnson movie 
weekend after Star Wars came out should show everyone that this yeah. guy is a good director. Yeah, it wasn't and, it wasn't Ryan Johnson that you had the problem with. No, no. In fact, it probably wasn't even his decision to do most of the things that I loathe right. in the movie. Directors get way too much credit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Granted, true. you have your you have your directors who are very much also producers and are involved but, in the but whole process. In, but in things in projects this big, though, these are all corporate. Basically. Oh yeah, and, and that's one of the things with that. You know, the, you jump to the B to the party line. Yeah, exactly, and that's one of the things that you know. Could have been what Scorsese was talking about as far as like these big movies like that. They're the they're passed they're passed through a, a complete structure yeah. of basically Disney because Disney owns everything yes. now, and it's got to go through this structure before it ever but, even. But it's the funny director. though. That's how it worked for Star Wars. It's not how it works for Marvel. Right. It, it, you know, at first Marvel was very much, you do what we do or you're gone. But if you look recently, you've had directors like Taika Waititi come in and really put their own spin on. The franchise, you know what I mean? Like Thor Ragnarok yeah. wouldn't have worked without Taika Waititi, right? But that is also, I think, that's uh, credit to Kevin Feige because he notices when things need to be changed. That's very true, be- and he is that corporate structure. Well, like, he yeah, knows, no, and that's the thing, is especially with Thor Ragnarok, nothing is above the plan, right? Especially with Thor Ragnarok because Thor needed to be changed. His oh, I agree. character needed to be changed because yeah. he's, it, you know, he worked with the Avengers, but as a solo guy, he had to be changed no, it up I because he's that, a boring character. That first Thor movie was good, but that was it. Yeah, you couldn't do much unless you changed the way his basic character. Which, yeah. and it was funny because Kevin Smith is is credited for a lot of that. Yeah, he, he talks he about who, that. Apparently, he's the one who yeah. like shave your head. Yeah, he was the one that talked about it, and Chris Hemsworth was like, "Yeah, we need yeah. to change this up." And then. Thor Ragnarok was a funny movie. Oh, it, it was it was entertaining. It was a, but it was a completely different movie oh, yeah. than the first two. And Thors. last last we'll talk about Marvel before we jump back into Star Wars. Do you hear who's up for the villain role in Ragnarok? Christian Bale. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Be, anyway, so yeah. this last <laughs> thing that was leaked supposedly is a show called The New Jedi Order, developed by Dave Filoni, that would basically be the time Luke was trying to build the New Jedi Temple. And Mark Hamill would voice Luke, which yep. I could totally see because the guy is mainly a voice actor. Yep, it'd be an animated show, and there's so as many as long as it doesn't look like do. Resistance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the, <laughs> those big eyes, I think it was. It was just freaked me out. And the, you know what the thing is too? If if the story was good, right, I could have gotten past the animation that I didn't like. But if they do it like they do Clone Wars. I mean, this is this will be a huge hit, and I'll watch every I'll watch every episode. Oh yeah, just me to too. hear Mark Hamill. Me too, because without question, because As Luke, it, yeah, to get exactly. the Luke, the Luke exactly. I wanted in yep. the movies. That'd be amazing. Um, which we kind of got in a flashback because mm-hmm. that was cool with the him and yeah, Leia. That, that was, was really cool. cool. Um, but so um, one of the last, uh, we have two more rumors, but we kind of touched on the first one already, or the second one, and that's that some established Skywalker Star Wars characters are going to pop up in Mandalorian mm-hmm. season two. Cool. Um, but yeah, we don't have an idea of who, it's just it's possible. Yeah. Which would make sense. The timeline yeah. lines up and I mean, baby Yoda, I guess unless unless my theory's right and he's just the force's reaction right. to Anakin, he has to come from somewhere. Right, exactly. Um and clearly they've already stated that he's not genetically created, so he's natural born or right. naturally born somehow. But the we talked about this briefly but the next rumor uh, set of trilogies or next trilogy set of movies is rumored to take place 400 years before the skywalker saga and for those of you who don't know who that is that is the high republic era yeah which apparently is not the old republic era 
Um, no, it's it's different. The High Republic. It's totally yes. different. Come on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that a bunch of old guys? It's a bunch of stoners. Well, so some <laughs> people think that it's people referring to it a wrong time, like in a wrong way. That right. that is actually going to be um, the old Republic yeah. story, but right. Just well, call uh, it something. So new. apparently, the rumored story is um, the leak states that the story will follow a group of superhero-like Jedi exploring the unknown regions. Um, it's a long time before anyone ever heard of the. See, that's interesting. Oh, they dropped the name Darth Va- Darth Bane. Mm-hmm. So maybe we maybe we see the start of the Sith. Well, I don't even think it would necessarily be the start of the Sith because if you figure well, there's always balance. Yeah, I guess that's yeah it would have to be you know as long as there's uh, there's Jedi, there's got to be Sith. But what's interesting is they keep talking about the the whole dyad part of it and about about the two the you know the two. Basically, there's always two Sith. So that'll be interesting to see what kind of characters they come up with an apprentice and a master. It would be, oh, yeah. be pretty interesting, especially 400 years before Phantom Menace even took place. That would be interesting. But because of that timeline, even though it's 400 years ago, we could very well see a young adult Yoda. Yes, that's true. Like <laughs> Which a, would be a, amazing. Like a preteen Because he would be yeah. about 450 years old that's at that true. point. That's true. Yeah, that's so that'd very be, true. That would be cool to see a young adult Yoda. Um. So... This is interesting. Okay. I just found something. So, apparently, Matt Smith originally played Ray's dad. Really? Which would make him a Palpatine. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, okay, so perfect. This is, Okay, remember how I was like, this happened and mm-hmm. then nothing came of it? Um, freaking, um, wow, this is interesting. I'm going to share this on our Facebook Please do. Um, wow, that's interesting. Um, he is that character. Uh, um, uh, people, he's not. Sorry, he's not that character we thought he was with the weird looking. Oh, whatever, right, which right, Never right. popped up in the movie anyway. Yeah. I just thought about that. We didn't see that in the movie. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until you just said yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, anyway. Anywho, um, but uh, dead air. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, every yes. time Ian starts reading, I've got to come up with something. <laughs> Put you on the spot. What? No. Uh, so um, there is a rumor. This is the last rumor we have before we jump into a news hope, and that would be that apparently there is a secret Star Wars show for Disney Plus in 2020, with it being pinned down as about being being about. I don't know where my words are today. About Doctor Afra. Now I, this was an EU character. I no. Now it? it's it's actually Afra was introduced after they got rid of the EU. Oh really? And the rumor is is that that's Kevin Feige's project. Hmm. Well, it is supposed to be a Lucasfilm Marvel joint basically. They're yes. they're they're together on this one. Yep. Um so Dr. Afra is essentially kind of like a female Indiana Jones sort of. Okay. But a little more evil, I think. Oh. I only read the first couple issues she was in. I have a first appearance, hmm. which if this is true will make some money. But um <laughs> So it was a com- one of the, from the comic books then? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. what Because I don't know this character. No, all, that's so. one thing, and, and I really love this. Yes, I was pissed when they got rid of the EU, but I love that their new EU, or like the outside of the film stuff, is getting touched on, right. is getting brought up, is making its way, like the, like we said, and this goes full circle back to the beginning of the conversation, with the Darksaber. Mm. And it's so awesome. Like the payoff. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where you don't need to know, but it pays off for right. people who do. 
Um, so yeah, wow, that was a lot of that's no room. Uh, that that's I can't <laughs> well, talk been, today. We've been off for a couple of weeks, so we've had a lot of rumors. I, I've also out, been so. up since six in the morning. Yeah, that'll do it. No, sorry, I've been at the office since six in the morning. I've been up since yesterday at six in the morning. Oh, well. That's where we're at right now. That's an issue. It's that's, <laughs> that's a recurring issue in my life. I have had sleep issues forever. Anyway, um, we found out who those statues were because we were talking about it in the Sith Temple. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they are not just Palpatine being super vain. Um, <laughs> they are the four sages of Duarte. Um, they are the ancient founders and philosophers of the Old Republic. Um, also, um, they are rumored to be the people who inspired the Sith. Um, so these ru- these ruins essentially could be the Sith version of Octo. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that it would be the you know the founding members. Rata, Faya, Sistros, and Yanjin. Yeah, exactly. Did you, you know that before? Come on. No, I didn't. <laughs> Hell no. I mean, I, I know of the characters from the old EU. Right. I don't know their Right, right. <laughs> um, like, I love Star Wars. There's some things I, you just can't know everything. No, absolutely. You know, um, so that's kind of cool. Yay. Um, and then here's the big news for me. I am so freaking excited about this because this literally is like, oh, we don't know when the new Clone Wars is coming out. Oh, yes, we do. Not it's coming out in two freaking months. Not I'm even. Sh- no, not even. One month. One month. Wow. <laughs> Like I said. <laughs> February 17th, um, 2020. February 17th. We're so close. We are almost literally a month away. Huh? And supposedly, there might be a season eight. Yeah. Well, this it will, usually the episodes were, they had a lot more episodes. This season is only going to have 12 episodes. Yep. But what I was excited about is they actually it's talk about the, it's going to be a bunch about the Siege of Mandalore. Oh, that, that's confirmed. So that's awesome because they're finally doing that, and then that's going to tie into, into the, the Darksaber. Which I, they're also rumored oh, supposedly man. doing. I didn't get this on the rundown, but supposedly they're doing more Rebels, too. Right. So that could all be like a triumvirate. Like, put Filoni and Favreau in charge of Star Wars. <laughs> like Clearly, yeah. everything they touch. I mean, think about it. Favreau is responsible for the Marvel freaking universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Kevin Feige's Kevin Feige, but it all started him, with Favreau and mm-hmm, Iron Man. Kevin Feige, sorry, I can, wow, <laughs> I'm gonna go get some sleep after the show. John Favreau gave us the least divisive Star Wars property mm-hmm. since Empire Strikes Back. Yep. So I'd say this: Warner Brothers freaking get him to do freaking Superman. <laughs> Well, if, They'll never it, get him away yeah, from Disney. I was going to say, with all the problems with J.J. now signing with Warner Brothers, right. no, <laughs> that, that's has, not going to happen. John Favreau has carte blanche to do whatever I, the heck and he I th- wants. And I Disney. think, too, he could say, hey, Disney, I want this much money. And they'll be like, okay, here you go. No, At yeah. this point, because he's been so successful. And everything, like you said, everything that him and Filoni are touching are If they right didn't now. listen to him about Robert Downey Jr., yeah, never we did. might not be having this yep. discussion about Star Wars. That's true. That's true when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. He had to push that on them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this we kind of chatted about the rumors a little bit earlier about the cuts and the reshoots and everything. But this is news. This is not a rumor. The editor reveals that three scenes were added during reshoots, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because what was cut? Like, okay, you added three scenes. Cool. How much more did you take out? Right, exactly. That's what I want to know. Yeah, So they and they basically said that this was stuff that once they were editing, the movie pretty much informs what you're going to need. Yes. You know, you sometimes you have to edit it and see, you know, what you have before you can realize what you need. Mm-hmm. So I, the, uh, that whole scene with Luke and Ray, the dialogue, yep. 
was all reshoots yep. with, with Forrest Ghost Luke. Yeah, apparently Luke was barely in it originally. Yeah. Leia training Ray, that was a reshoot. They had to, they actually had to go back. They they needed that, and so they had to go back and see what they had of Leia uh-huh. so that they could make it work. They and did a masterful they did job. a great job. Yeah, they did a masterful job. Yeah, I, I, you couldn't tell that that it, it was not shot along with no, everything else. No, not at all. Uh, it was, I was very pleased with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of awesome. Um, this isn't news so much as let's try and make it news. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian finale proves what the next Star Wars spinoff should be, and that is about the two troopers. Yeah, what we were talking about earlier. Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were Jason Sudeikis and the other one, I'll Holy, call him. Uh, Adam, Adam <laughs> Polly. Pally. Uh, okay, Adam, Adam Polly. Yeah. They, they were great, and that, hmm. and I didn't even think about it until I read this. Um, tag and Bink. Exactly. I didn't think it. Well, I actually didn't even think about the tag and Bink thing right away. But what I'm saying is, because tag and Bink were basically uh, characters in the EU yeah. that were based on Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, which I didn't and know. I had no idea. I, had no I didn't idea. even think about that. I didn't even know they were EU characters. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Well, yeah, they even had their own comic. Their comic, yeah, I see that. Star Wars crazy. tag and Bink are dead. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Rubio actually did did confirm that they were alive in the Force Awakens. I love that. Which is really cool. I love that. I mean they like, were the two guys that when you know when uh, How do you when, have Tag and Bink which I didn't know were characters? But how do you have these small EU characters in there and Kathleen Kennedy can still turn around and go, "We have no source material." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this was uh when Kylo Ren is in, in the Force Awakens when he's flipping out and you see the two stormtroopers walk around the corner and they see what's going on, they're like, "Nope, right uh-huh. back out." So Kevin Rubio says that, that that was Tag and Bink. Yeah. But basically they're they're a comedic duo that um, based off Rosencrantz and Guildenstern from you know from Shakespeare, which mm-hmm. is crazy. I was actually I just did a short film over the summer that was uh, based on that as well. Really? Yeah, it was really weird. So, um, but yeah, so they that could be a funny spinoff, especially oh if, if you were yeah. able to get Jason Sudeikis and the other guy and Taika Waititi to it, like show run it. That would be such oh a great God. because that scene was was great. I I, I love that whole that whole scene. Oh my God! That into- I literally when it ended, I wanted. I wanted to go back and watch it, yeah. but like I needed to see the rest of the episode because yeah, yeah, exactly. where that scene ends is like ah. Uh, there was just the comedic timing on it was. Oh my beautiful. god! Yeah, and that punch, the way they punched Baby Yoda yeah. was hilarious because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't just like knock it off. It was like a. Yeah. It was like a full like, and then the whole like, no, you just want to see it. Yeah. He's like, well, you already got to see it. No, I didn't really get to see it. I scooped like, <laughs> oh my god, I was dying. I was like this. Is the I wanted yeah. to see this yeah, exactly. forever. It was so good. Um, but um, so yeah, um, the visual dictionary of all the films is generally a really good way to learn some new tidbits and find some more info out. Um, apparently, the Rise of Skywalker one explains a little bit more about how Palpatine got his fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, and explains who those people are. Yes, at, at Exegol, those not only the people that are working on it. No. You know that are building the fleet, but yep. also those guys that were back in the stands cheering and cheering and hollering. They're yep. apparently called the Sith Eternal. Yes, and basically, from what I gathered from this, they're, they're article, kind of what we guess. They're fanatical. They're fanatical, but they're also uh, it's almost like an Illuminati because they're very wealthy as well. Technology and the occult. They have the the, the money to be able to um, to basically manipulate the system so that they can get what they need. Yeah. Like there's, you know, they said that some of them could have been uh, uh, working on, yeah. on ship uh, ship graveyards and stuff like that. So that's how they could get all the, the parts and yeah. things like that and they could smuggle. So it's, And the Sith Eternal are the ones who built the fleet. Yeah, exactly. And... All, and you got to think, okay, well, how do we get all these stormtroopers to to uh, uh, to man them? 
most of them are supposed to be the children of the Sith Eternals. Right. <laughs> so that's how dedicated they are. It's almost right. like, like I said, like well, a secret society. Well, they are literally Sith troopers. Yeah, like, a, like, a, like, like I said, like a, almost like a, a secret society, like Illuminati, Illuminati they're, they're yeah. hiding Sith, and they're the building this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And plus two, which would make sense, uh, you know, the new Star Destroyers are mostly automated anyway. That's very true. I mean, everything's automated now. Exactly. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, if if we have things that are automated now, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they're fanatics that have followed him, and then they're the ones that, uh, uh, and that's kind of interesting that they mentioned, like you said, the merging of technical technology and the occult. Yeah. Which is a little, little racy for Disney too to yeah, mention occult stuff. Very much so. Granted, this isn't a book that maybe one fiftieth of the people who right. saw the, you know. Um, like you would think I would own those books. Mm. I don't. <laughs> um, so this is really awesome, and this is very lighthearted to to touch on before we get to our Wookie look at that of the week. I like that your name, right? <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that, but I can't. Okay, but I love it. Um, so Baby Yoda's cute voice is created by Kinkajus and big-eared foxes. And I, I, I'll admit, I didn't know what a Kinkajou is. I had to look it up. They're and so adorable. They are super cute. So They're little furry adorable. rainforest mammals that. They, you know, they hang from their tail. They're like lemurs, sort of. Yeah, they're, uh, they're like but, mini lemurs. But they're related to raccoons. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. They're biologically related to raccoons. But yeah, the combination of those things, because there's a video that you can go online and see what, it, you know, oh, that, yeah, that making their little noises. I, I knew what a kinkajou was. Yeah, I, I did I not. Just, I didn't know. I didn't know what a bat-eared to... fox is, but I did not know a kinkajou. I just assumed it was some kind of fox. Yeah. That looked like the snow foxes in Last Jedi that I hated so much. <laughs> so those two animals and then Dave Accord. <laughs> so Dave Accord created the the extra noises, the extra uh, voices for it. So. Yeah, my Good favorite thing recently was to go, who would you have voice, baby? Yeah, yeah. Got, got Gilbert Godfrey and whatever. <laughs> so we are about to – we got one last thing. Our merch of the week is this cool-ass Darth oh, yeah. Maul lightsaber. Unfortunately, I can't go into more discussion and more detail because we are at the end of the show. We'll save it for next week. We'll take it out next week and we'll play with it. Ah! As he breaks See, that happens all the time. Anyway, (laughs) uh, as always, I am one of your hosts, Ian. I'm Jay. And thanks for stopping by and joining us. And uh, may the Force be with you. Peace. Peace.